bong, bong, bong. All right. Oh, we don't do bongs. At least I don't do bongs. Welcome to Pillage Overload. Is your mic on? My mic's on. Do you have your mic on? No, my mic's on, because I just screamed into it. Okay. <laughs> good lord. Turn, okay. Yeah. I'm good. Blue lights flashing. Blue light Shit's going on. Okay, my blue light. Pillage okay. overloads. It's in the right spot. It's not by your legs. It's not between your knees. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Like it was that one night. All right. Knees. Let's see how sexy we look. Are you? Oh, uh, I'm getting there. Chill, chill. Our sexy routine. In, in, inpatient routine. <laughs> Rotate. There you go. Oh, look at that. See? You see the flags? It's all it's all fancy. Fucking Looks sweet. Fancy, so Looking good. We are sexy. What's up, Clark Jason? How you doing, buddy? Headless person next to you. Are you talking about this headless person? Yes. We will get to that. <laughs> my, my stunt This double. is not Sleepy Hollow. This is my stunt double. This is Pillage Overload. <laughs> and we're already at the end of January. Holy crap. Can you guys believe it? And here in Virginia... And, uh, Marwood, I don't know if you're on the, the the stream of what's coming. We're supposed to get another winter storm Friday into Saturday. Uh, we were supposed to get a winter storm not this past Saturday, but Saturday before. We ain't before. getting a winter storm. I don't know. When we came back from Jersey, we saw snow on the ground, and everybody's like, oh, mm. it's good. We're oh. going to get, like, six to 12 inches in our fall. We could still see freaking grass sticking up through the snow. We can get snow. Uh, yeah, when we were up in Jersey, obviously, we're coming back down this way. My mom's freaking out because she's in Portsmouth. We're like, oh, shit, watching the snowstorm coming in because they're talking about it starting in Norfolk and pulsating to Richmond and going back to Norfolk. Mm, and pulsating. You said pulsating. Okay, continue with your story. Oh, can I now? Yeah. Am I allowed Your now? pulsating snowstorm. Anyway, Snow story. we came down 95, there wasn't jack shit, we got home, no problem. I was more blinded by the treatment on the road than the actual snow that was on the grass. So, yes. uh, no snow then. The roads were wider with the treatment than the grass was with snow. And then we got, like, we didn't get anything after that. No, 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 it was clear after that. Now they're talking about snow again, so whatever. Whatever the fuck I'll, ever. I believe that shit when I see it. Right, because February they're saying. talking about it being warmer, which is what we want. Yes. Because oh. Polar Plunge is first weekend of February. February 5th. February. Yeah, so hopefully it will be warm because, you know, we'll be down at the beach being stupid. Jay's on it. Getting drunk. Getting stupid. Snow sucks. And then getting balls. drunk. Yeah. If you don't know how to drive Snowstorms do suck donkey balls. Although, Fuck all that. Oh, you know what came Was it today? No, yesterday came up my time hop. Was the uh, storm up in Maryland where we took yes. from 4 o'clock. Snowbegetting. Snowbegetting. We left the Pentagon at 4 o'clock and walked through the door at 1 o'clock. 4 o'clock p.m. P.m. 1 Walk through the door at 1 o'clock a.m., which is normally, what, half hour, 45-minute drive? Yeah, 45-minute drive. We crossed 270 every possible way. Yeah, that that was... And then the, the 95... Turned into a, we like, 10-hour drive? 
We talked about that uh, two weeks ago. We were talking about the 95 shutdown, how much it was reminiscent of Snowmageddon. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is. Two weeks later is the anniversary of Snowmageddon being, uh, what is it, 12 20, years ago? 10? No, 12 years ago. Yeah. 11 years ago. It's 12 or 11. I have to look again. Did a train go by? No, no train went by. We haven't heard You wouldn't hear it anyway. We ain't gonna hear no trains up here. We're at the front of the house inside. We, we hear trains. They've heard them in the past. They've heard them in the past. They've told us to ring the bell in the past, or we mm. ring the bell, so... Yeah, you know what? No. I'm gonna ring the bell, because you know what I haven't... <laughs> haven't rang the bell in a while. The bell needed to be rung. Then drink. Yeah. Drink. Drink up. Me arties. Yo ho. So, um, Jay just sit there and drink and look pretty. I could do that. Oh, jeez. Don't encourage the man. So, <laughs> end of January. God, it's been a quick four weeks. I can't believe we're already almost over the first month of 2022. Um, Bring it. So, it's Come been, on, summer. It's been... Fucking talk about it. It's goddamn yes. summer. No, I'm not I'm, ready for summer. Yes. No, I'm not. Yes. No. Need pirating and. No, backpack. I am not ready for. Okay, I'm not ready for our season of pirating already. <laughs> Remy, stop looking. Need pirating and back porch. Why don't you tell them what the the pirating? No, we're we're gonna be too busy pirating. There is no there'll be no back porch. <laughs> Come on. What am I going ahead about? About the pirating this summer. What's happening this summer? What is happening? I don't know. Well, Do you remember we're, it all? We got whispers on, of Blackbeard Festival in Hampton coming back. So that could be cool. Oh, that, the, uh, the Black... Which we haven't done in two years. The... First on the list would be Yorktown. Yes, April. And then... Hopefully we don't have the windy mess we had last year. So, if any of you we guys like are want to make a drive down to Virginia, you know, you can come to Yorktown. Like Mr. Check Jesse. Check us out. See us again, sir, with the missus. Be, we'll be there last weekend of April. Uh, then, what do we got? May Bath. Bath. Yes. Bath, right? Bath Fest. Yes. That's bath the Fest. weekend after my birthday, so the 15th. In North Carolina. Um, supposedly the location of Blackbeard's homestead. We'll see. We've never been there. That'll be our first year. Yeah, it'd be one. cool. I'll go see that. You know. So that's May. That's Get one some history. May. And going. that's like two weeks after Yorktown. Yeah. And hopefully... Oh, you totally missed Irish Festival. Yeah. We were, uh, we, uh, uh, we, see? We were talking... Yeah. Pi- Snowcoat says Irish Festival. She says, we were talking pirating. Ir- what else do we do at the Irish Festival? We pirate now. We yeah. get in kit and we go and pirate. Okay. 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 <laughs> Irish Festival is technically the first outing. I prepared for tonight. Listen to Real Pirates Podcast. Ooh, Sunny Boy, which podcast are you uh, listening to? I am currently listening to History History of Pi- the Histories of Pirates Podcast by I think his the, name is Matt. It's called Pirate History Podcast. Pirate History Podcast by Matt. I literally went to episode one, and I'm now through episode 18. I yeah. started for the first one. He's like at 254, so I have a long way to go to catch up. But you I guys should check it out. It's, he, it's really good. And 
<clears throat> it flows, and there's a lot of good information because he talks about stuff that's kind of off the radar a little bit. Oh, so I, uh, yeah, it's really I, cool. I like about it is that he builds up to the history of why pirates became you know, Queen Anne's Elizabeth, um, Queen Elizabeth, sorry, uh, Sir Francis Drake, because yeah, he's her pirate he's like, and all that. It, it's pretty much chronological so he kind of goes in order with stuff well, and... right now that we know of as we're listening i'm pretty yeah. sure as he gets into later ones he jumps around but right now he's trying to in the beginning of his podcast he's building that basis to understand about the history and stuff so it, it's really i enjoy listening to it and i listen to it actually when i i'm doing my sewing up in the craft room first it's kind of my guide for my timeline uh that's how i can always tell when i'm how long i've been working on something i'll either play a movie <laughs> or play a podcast and i make note of what i'm listening or watching so I'm like all right i started on this at the beginning of this and i got to this point at the end of this so it's kind of my my timeline on doing it and he's so. got a really relaxing voice he's just yeah got one of those oh, broadcaster sure. voices that's really good for that kind of stuff. Yorktown cool. is uh, April 23rd, 24th, I believe. It's the last week in April, I believe. Um, we will, actually what we'll do uh, tomorrow, I will post all our current dates on where we are going to be for Parley 8. Uh, not only as Parley 8, but with Loose Cannon Company. Because we do have some stuff that is not necessarily with LCC that we are doing separately. We are actually have a speaking engagement in March we in do. Yorktown that we were asked to come. So that's, that's gonna, be, gonna be interesting. Yeah. I had a freaking writer write about us like, oh, tell us about yourselves. We're a bunch of drunken pirates. <laughs> <laughs> can't yeah, really, we definitely uh can't it's put gonna that be on paper. It's definitely gonna be different than yeah, this. Yeah, Clark Jason asked if it was Bob Ross relaxing. Not quite Bob Ross, but not, not far. His tone, his tone is really good, but you don't get so relaxed, you kind of zone out. He's got a mellow tone like Bob Ross, but it, he, it's a little more, little more uplifting because obviously the stories are much better than. Well, and and he also he's a really good storyteller, so he yeah. uses the influx of his yeah. voice as he's telling the stories. So that's what I really like about him, and I'm able to sew and kind of listen and. May not catch every word of what he's saying, but I get enough to follow along with the story and kind of, sometimes you kind of stop and you're like, aha, well that's going to make sense. Another, <laughs> or like, what the hell? Another thing that I've noticed about him too is that he's very good at explaining things. Like, if he thinks there's something that he's talking about that, you know, the general public might not uh be familiar with he'll kind of go into detail and mm -hmm. jump do a little sidetrack explain it and then get back to the story which is kind of cool this season actually ends the thursday before irish festival and i was actually talking about talking with him beforehand so which kind of leads in the segue of what the idea was for tonight our last weekend live with pillage is going to be the thursday before irish festival and actually, end of February, if you guys haven't been paying attention, we talk about Order of the Life and the induction ceremony. So we're going to be down there. Oh, shit. We're going to be in Georgia. We're going to be... We're going to miss another episode. Or we're going to be doing it from down there. Yeah. 
Yeah, so... We'll have to play that one by... We'll have to play that one here. For the last week of February, we'll have to play that by year if we're going to be able to do a live stream from our hotel. Because we're going to be, be in the Georgia. February 24th? 23rd, well, the 24th, Thursday, yeah. yeah. I think that Thursday is the 24th. Well, whatever. It's that last week in February. We're on our yeah. way down to St. Augustine for our Python. Anyway, what I keep trying to get to is I got this crazy idea in my head that I'm going to make myself a complete new outfit for Order of Leviathan for the induction ceremony to kind of show off my sewing skills. She got skills. Pirates down there. Girl got skills. Because he's going to be wearing his coat, his, uh, you're wearing your other vest. I'm actually black one. planning on making him a new set of breeches too. All this within the next five weeks, by the way. Just keep that in mind. Five weeks. With polar plunge in the middle of it. So, I am... You want me to touch you? Mm, touch the boobies. Touch the boobies. <laughs> there you go, Marwood and JP Jr. Boobies. Uh, so, he's going to wear this coat. He has a black vest, one of the original vests that I had made for him. He's going to wear. And I'm making him a brand new pair of breeches uh, for the induction ceremony. We're going down with our two crewmates who you guys have seen. Mr. Willis and Davy Vane, Damon. Uh, Mr. Willis is going to be in his full Blackbeard getup, which is everything I made. Damon has bought a coat for me. I had finished it two weeks ago. That is ready for him to wear. And then I am making a whole new outfit for myself for us to go down there in. I'm talking about... For the ball, a whole gown and a new frock coat to match all of these guys' style frock coats so that the four of us can go down and be like, yeah, we're Yo. hot shit. So uh, the pictures are going to be up. Yeah, I am like totally digging the pictures that are going to be coming. But Ballas brought this down because this is the beginning of my gown for Order of the Lyson of... So it is a one, two, three. It is a four-piece outfit. It is historically accurate on styling. Maybe not so much of the fabric. Ooh, excuse me. But it's going to be black and red. And you really can't tell the color so much in this in the viewing. But it's, it's a maroon red. I'm going to be wearing a black underskirt and a black stomacher. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a stomacher. So it goes right here. It's going to go right there underneath the skirt, uh, the gown when it closes. And the fabric of my stomacher is the same as his uh, vest. So in what we would do in today's society where a man would make a tie to match a woman's gown, I am making my stomacher match his vest so kind of a flip on the situation but it's that's cool. what what this is very simple and easy to swap out so this is um one of my first full female outfits because you guys know how much i hate making women's clothing but she still does it i still do it she suffers through it camera. no i'm not walking into the camera <laughs> you kidding me getting the no. back here was a pain there's in too much stuff um, in the way. But I will be posting pictures of it being done. Um, but Irish Festival is kind of an idea of this. It's not the full top and bottom together. It's 
actually kind of a top jacket, the skirt separate, and I made it to match his kilt that we made, Jesus, two years ago now. I made it for the 2020 Irish Festival. And I started doing my outfit for the Irish Festival back then. And obviously when COVID happened, everything just kind of... But here's the stomacher for that outfit. So it's plaid and not just his outfit. So I, it's kind of cool. Um, these aren't the fancy schmancy, you know, high-end, um, I have money because I don't, uh, type of costumes, kits, outfits. Uh, they're more down the earth, but they still look kind of fancy. But I think everything back then in the 18th century, clothing-wise looked fancy for what we call today just because the fabric choices fabric choices it's a gown it's you know the poof and the, the short coat how it comes here and the cut it looks eloquent even though it's simple so, well, they also didn't like crazy embroidery and... practical yes marwood it was practical that's why they did their, especially the women clothing was, same thing with men's stuff. We were talking about several times before that it all starts with the undershirt, you know, the linen shirt. And this is going to have a shift, which is the women's version of a linen shirt, but it goes, you know, a little bit further down. And that's what protects the clothing from the oils of the skin is these linen shifts for men, it was they, basically the underwear. Yeah, instead of More men wearing less. underwear, they took their shirt and dragged it between their knees and kept their ass from rubbing against their trunks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they made men's shirts longer back then, like almost to your knees, to where when Ow. you tucked it in, it okay, that came down like as long as the un underwear would come down. So, so yeah, it kept that, your bits from rubbing together. So the, the shirts came down on the knees and obviously the shifts which is kind of a nightgown for the skirts came down on the knees but the way they flared out was different so they went with the skirts so what this is what we call the gown it's got the bodice and the bottom skirts are part of it it's a little bit more of the fancy and it's split down the middle because it'll lace here and underneath of it will be the stays my bulletproof stays that we talked about two weeks ago that'll go underneath of this and then this stomacher will actually go between the stay and this so you won't even see see the stays they're just not going to be there it's more for structure or stay in the body yeah and then um there'll which be another set of skirts underneath of it what they used to use as a bra bra yeah, pretty basically much the held, held the boobies up that's what they call stays they didn't have bras back then Believe it or not. Yeah, men sure were a toga. That I mean, it really was, and and they slept in them. It was a night shirt. You think about the uh, the story about the night before Christmas by Ma and her uh, I and my cap. The cap that they actually wore is very similar mm -hmm. to the linen working cap we did. So, but this is what I've been working on this month. I've uh, completed two frock coats. Um, I did an auctioneer's fire coat know, and all next that. Next week I might just dress down in two working, a working outfit. Working outfit, show yeah. here. Well, I'm not going to have your, your, your hand-sewn linen shirt done by no, next week. But, <laughs> I mean, just basic what a pirate would have worn on deck. 
you know. Yeah, we have. We it's been a couple of seasons since we've we done that. We did that once, um, but I mean, you can do it with the linen hat. It would be different because I the last time I did it was with the uh, mammoth cap. If if I get what I want done before next week, I will wear the outfit I plan on wearing to the Irish festival. It's dressed down. It's more of a commoner outfit versus what I'm doing here. It's, this is more high end because I'm going to a ball. And like I said, it's not the most fanciest thing. It's not like um, the Antoinettes and all that crap because it's that's not who I am. I want to. I would like to dress a little bit more like a lady, but I don't need all that fluff and all that crap. So yeah. Yeah. If I can get my petticoats fixed. I'll do that next week. If you dress down, I will dress in my you iron dress gown. up. I will dress up. Well, it's dressing down, but it's dressing in my gender. Yeah. So, there you go. Pearls and rubies and diamonds. Oh, my. <laughs> diamonds are a girl's best friend. Hey. Hey. So, uh, yeah, that's the plan is to get that done. Um, and that will be my conclusion of my January projects in February uh, I will be leaping into uh, trying to get a new frock coat done. My crazy ass decides I want to try to get a new frock coat, which is similar. It's his style cut before polar plunge. Mm. I'm like crazy for wanting to get that done. You're trying to do that frock coat for polar plunge? Yep. Hmm. Yep. All right. I need to cut it this weekend if I'm going to have that done. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And I need to design an embroidery, the one that you showed me, so I can embroider on my coat. Yeah. Um, I'm keeping myself busy. Let's just say that. Oh, by keeping myself busy, this is how... I don't like having idle hands. So, you see this right here? I know you can't see the detail of it, but this right here is... Hold that. See how long that is? It's very long. This is made out of uh, six pieces of rope with my little jig here. And yes, I have been braiding. She's making her own cording. I'm making my own cording. Like paracord. You know how paracord is braided? Yeah, I'm doing that because I'm just psycho. And I have nothing better to do with my life than sit here and drink and play with my fingers. <laughs> I can think of better things to do, but yeah, oh, she's crazy like that. So, uh, yeah. I do things like these right here, these little mini flags. Oh, so, you do big and This mini. one. Yeah, we do. I do the small ones and the big ones. You play Romy again. So, this is uh, Blackbeard right here. Um, and these are hand painted. She uh, obviously she sews the flag for me. Because I won't let them on my sewing machine. <laughs> but it's both sides. Um, these particular ones are sewn on the top so they don't go down the pole because um, it would just be a little bit too cumbersome to like tie them off and do all kinds Very of crazy nice stuff. Yay! Yes. <laughs> but this one's Blackbeard. Was that Henry Avery you got in here? This is Henry Avery, grandfather of pirates, and that's Steed. Steed Bonnet. Yeah. Huh? I don't know if you guys seen. The, uh, it's been floating around recently. They're, apparently HBO's doing a, uh, show, My Flag Means Death or something like that. No, and, I missed that. What? Yeah. It's. No, I'm playing with it. 
It's a, it's a comedy. It's a That's pirate. A, it's a, a show comedy. about pirates, but it's a comedy, and apparently the main pirate in it is Steve Bonnet. Yeah, I saw a little preview of it. It actually looks pretty funny. They can. These are actually, um, these are act, uh, these are the size of car flags. But they're just a standard uh, wooden dowel on them, so I don't know how they normally mount to a vehicle. We don't have that piece, but if you had that piece... You could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, those dowels aren't strong enough for that, but, you know, you could put it on your desk or... I'm totally sober, which is really fun. <laughs> you know what's really... Hanging that on I the wall? I finally found 100 Proof Rum after, what, a month not having mm. it. We've kept Morgan. Yeah, not We've been cracking. drinking. We've, we've been, been drinking, drinking cracking cracking for the last because Cap Morgan's been very scarce. And I had, and I know and we've I had to be across about town uh, today for uh, a meeting, and I hit the liquor stores over there, and they had six bottles. So guess how many I bought? Not all six. I'm not that <laughs> rich. I bought two, so we had a backup. Uh, ring the damn bell. Marwitz says ring the bell. He is desperate for the bell. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up because the next thing I was going to talk about is like basically my the woodworking that I do. And of course, he loves playing with his wood. You all know that <laughs> I made everything, pretty much everything in here. <laughs> made the bar. Um, the bar is a piece of. Uh, Three quarter inch, two by six foot pine, but is the bar top, and actually the front of the bar is uh I. Let me drink faster. If any of you paid attention to when I was doing uh, the man cave live stream, um, I always talked about how I love to reuse things. The front of the bar is actually fence pickets um, that I cut up and put along the front of the bar. I stained them and made the bar out of it so that uh i love doing that kind of stuff i always take things that are you wouldn't normally use am i distracting yeah you're being a pain in the ass as usual i i like to take things that and make them into something else for instance silly thing but like these are actually these are actually nail kegs there you go just knock into the yeah before somebody interrupted, Ooh. yeah, so all the decorations and everything back here are, are pretty much handmade, obviously, except for the glass bottles. Those are all bought, and the port and starboard lights. Things up here that I made would be the barrels. Um, these are, this was actually uh, one single nail keg that I cut in half. Do you know why they call them nail kegs? Because they're kegs that held nails. Okay, just asking. Is that they used to put they... nails in them, yeah. Like back in the day, that's Is actually that how you bought nails. nails? The, the, the metal iron nails that yeah. you see at like, Jamestown and all like that? Like construction nails. Nails what? actually came in a keg. So what do you have on them? I don't know if um, you see this one. You, oh, you might. Back. You, you probably. <laughs> you it. It's probably hard to see, you but see um, this one has the <laughs> original Captain Morgan logo on it. So I took and I went and found the, like the old, a way older version of the lab, of the Captain Morgan label. 
and burnt it on here. So I do. I like doing wood burning. See, also, Century Home Depot bucket. <laughs> That's actually a really good description of it. Pretty much. I, I mean, really. But they actually put nails in them and sold nails in in a keg. I know, but it's the Home so Depot funny. buckets come empty. But it's still kind of a cool. No, yeah, I mean, when you go, because we found these at uh, Antique. It was one of the antique shops. Yeah, one of the antique shops that we went to. When you find them at the antique shops, yeah, they're empty normally. Sometimes they use them to display stuff like they'll put, like, brooms and stuff. Trash. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I took one nail keg and cut it in half and made both of these... Uh, barrels because back in the in the 18th century a, normally a bar back had barrels which is what they served their alcohol out of is that what you uh inspired to make this bar back from yes it is actually i did actually did a lot of research when i came up with the idea for this bar back because you know us we try and keep things semi-historically accurate and what are you talking about? I'm pointing to the Henry Avery wooden burn inside with the Henry Avery flag, but oh, I don't yeah. think they can see it in the, in the screen. It it's, might be. It might be just tad bit out of screen. I can't tell on this because this cuts it off when I'm looking at comments. Yeah, and obviously this sign, this is our pub sign, and I took our pump sign logo, which we have, and what are you doing? You can see it, so I'm laying it next to next. Being distracting and interrupting me again. I'm not interrupting you. Apparently I'm distracting you. <laughs> okay, I'll stop it. So, I'm getting you all yeah, you are. This is one of our logos. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> I'm going to take the tablet and throw it in the garbage can. How about that? <laughs> I will be quiet. For the third time. This is our, we had Amy Rose Fult, who is one of the... Legends? Yes. Thank you. That we were her part of, you know, for like a, <clears throat> yeah. a third of it. Well, Amy Rose Fult, the owner of the Virginia, the Virginia Farm, um, she actually came up with the logos that you see us use. Um, the, par, the Jolly Roger logo for Parley 8. This... Uh, logo she designed those um she's actually the one that came up with that um so good on her but i turned one of them in it was a pub sign and i actually turned it into a real pub sign so yeah i made all this took the the lettering is actually done i did with a scroll saw the swords it's funny because this is a one-sided sign so you can't flip it over <laughs> you don't want there's nothing there's nothing on the back of it. If you flip it over, you'll see the swords are actually, they're plastic. It's so, actually pretty durable. Though, but I cut, I cut them because they were too short for the sign when I made the sign. So I cut them and to make them long enough to where you could see them on both ends. Do you remember what marks are? Is it like here and here? Yeah, Maybe something like that. Easy. Yeah, there's like, there's like, good. There's a good six inches missing out of the middle of both those swords on the back side of this. But it works. They're, and it was kind of cool because they're the same. I just happen to have two 
plastic swords that match the type of sword that you used in the logo. Because that's what we used to wear before we got our real swords. Yeah, plastic ones. That's and, and back plastic, when we started. And plastic flintlocks. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. even know where the hell all those are at. Yeah, we used to be uh, pretend pirates. Now we're real pirates. Drink rum, play with black powder. Not in that order, but you know. This part right here, the where the lantern's hanging, um, actually was part of our old signpost. If you remember, if, um, any of you who have been with us since the beginning, the old set that we used to have in here... You um, can't see it in the, but that, believe me, it's there, and you'll probably see it from other episodes. <clears throat> we got it kind of shifted down so you guys can see. Yeah, we pointed the camera down a little bit farther tonight so you could see the flags and her he being distracting again. Um, <laughs> He's just hating. So you can't really see it, but it's up here. Any of you guys who've been with us since kind of the beginning or for the past couple years, we used to have this a signpost behind us that had this sign hanging on it and a flag hanging on the other side well that was the original signpost for this i actually took it apart and used it for the bar back because i thought it would be cool to hang the lantern from it but i made a new piece that's arched and that <clears throat> fits with the bar back obviously i made all this the same dimensions as the bar back that's outside on the back porch so everything would fit here and look the same because when we moved inside when it got too cold out um i wanted everything to be able to come inside and still look the same as outside so keep consistency yeah and no he's not gonna ring the bell shut me up no, Oh, I can ring. Uh, you know what? That's actually a good idea. It's not gonna shut me up. Oh, I know it's not gonna shut you up. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to look. I wanted this to look the same as outside. So when we came in, it would, you know, everything would fit here, and we'd have a place to kind of store everything during the winter, so it wouldn't get wrecked outside. I'm a blackbeard groupie. Yeah, that's great. Are you now? I am now. I sit here away <laughs> and you totally egg. just made me lose my train of thought, too. You suck. You're talking about bringing everything in and making it look as awesome as it was outside. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the only thing that's different from inside to outside is this, actually. Yeah. That was in the middle. We had the... Because you got the center of one of the pergola braces is what we have holds to be the lantern able to up outside. So he had yeah. to vote Blackbeard for 2024. He got my vote! <laughs> if yeah. only Blackbeard could be president. Oh my god. Hey, we could do write-ins, right? <laughs> but the ship that was here outside is actually hanging on the wall just off the side of the set. So before I put all the decorations up here, this I built as a... The framing, like the shelves and all this framing, I built as one piece, right? So I put it up here myself, by myself, no help. Don't look at from me nobody. like that. You didn't no ask. help from nobody. You didn't ask. I was at work. You didn't wait because you're yeah. a man. You got to do it by yourself. Can't wait for what? Come on, give you a hand. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Music. And, and P.S. This whole thing, it's the framing. 
This is the, uh, what you see back here in the wood is our feature wall. If you guys remember, we redid that uh, right when COVID started. So he did the framing. It's not like the heavy ass bar back that we put on the back porch with my daddy -o. My fucker was like, what, two? It was good, 120 pounds at yeah. least. Um, so, the tr and speaking of that, that's what I was going to talk about, how I got it up here, which is what we learned from her dad. He showed us a trick about how to get thing heavy things up like this yourself. So, what I did was, if you notice, the bottom of this is the same height as the bar. There's a reason for that. So when I put it up here, I had the bar scooted up against the wall. What I did was I took the frame and flipped it upside down and put it on the floor. So when I had it on the floor upside down, which it would be, you know, diagonal leaning up against the bar, I could pick it up and use the bar as leverage to stand it up. So I just slid it across the back of the bar and had it resting on the, on the top of the bar and then just screwed it to the wall with it resting on the top of the bar so i he put i put the top the two brackets on first moved the bar and put the bottom two brackets on and bing bang boom he did this the weekend he had when mr wallace was here that last live you guys saw him with when i was out phoenix no it was in phoenix yes uh, you were in arizona yeah it was in arizona that last one yeah, that was the last one he was outside, and I came home. He's like, yeah, we need to move inside. It's going to be too cold moving forward. I'm like, okay, I'm catching up from work and everything. Next thing I know is you guys seeing us inside with our outside bar inside. Yeah. So uh, we covered the outside bar up, which we have this really cool cover with the massive Parley logo on it. So that's covering the outside bar because the snow we do get. Yeah, well, I, I built another bar in here because, well, for one, it's always cool to have Tarp. another bar. And for two, I didn't really didn't feel like moving the bar back and forth, and this wasn't... we had, I had pretty much all the wood except for the bar top. It's not a tarp, it's a, a cover. I actually got it from a company called Covers.com. It was a place I was able to find it, and I was able to buy a custom cover for the bar in the dimensions i got a neutral color and i was able to put the logo on it, and it was yeah you pretty just cool. give them the dimensions and they make a cover that fits so we're coming up on our it's 9 27 we're coming on our last three minutes yeah tonight was kind of uh, us getting back into it it's been um at least yeah. for me it's been kind of a long two weeks uh, so coming back, just kind of talking, uh, talking it out, brushing the dust off. We kind of wanted to show you the whole point of the night, um, was more to show you guys what we do other than this, you it's know, what probably, you. you know, it, we don't, you know, we talk about, we are parlay eight. We talk about, you know, the reenacting stuff, but we don't really Poor talk. Bread. We don't really talk a whole lot about what we do as far as our what we sell and the products the stuff that we make what started and things this, like that honestly and, is what yeah started it. you know this is you know she makes frock coats and obviously everything i'm wearing and what she everything she's mar wearing marrying yeah everything everything i'm marrying yes everything you're wearing <laughs> you made this is the kind of things 
that she makes, and these are the kind of things that I make. So that's what we do when we're not doing this. And I, I love it personally. I love when you obviously do the flags. if it's if any of you stuck around for man cave when I was doing it, that's where I make everything out in the garage in where I filmed the episodes of Man Cave. That's my, that's my workspace. And mine's upstairs, which if you go on our YouTube channel, you go watch Between the Bulkheads, Reality with Danny Lashing, you see what my original craft space was, and you do a new one because I think my uh, craft space has grown up a little bit since then. I do, I do need to do update video. Actually, I do need to do a tour video. I do need to do a lot of new updated videos. But anyway, yeah, uh, we're always on here. We're talking history. We're having fun. We're getting drunk. We're just doing our thing. But we also just want to come out and say, hey, don't forget, we, we're also, we're makers. Even though a lot of what I sew is this, uh, and, you know, a couple of seasons ago, I showed you guys a cloak I made. And somebody reached out to me asking about making them a cloak. Even it, it, it's not for historical for hunting. I can do that. Vests, legends, the, the vest that smokes wearing in legends and those pictures. I made that. Yeah. I make vests. I make vests that are not just this vest. All his dress vests he wears. I made. I like making vests for men. You guys look sexy yeah. as hell in a vest. Let me <laughs> tell you. I wish that did not, I wish that that did not die with the 21st century, are we, yeah, we're still in the 21st century, in the 21st century, I think men in vests are sexy as hell, and it just still survives, so I, I make vests, all kinds, all eras and all that, so that is something I do do, it's not only with the Golden Age piracy and piracy, so just think about that. Um, and other things, you know. Keep it in mind. Keep, yes, keep it in mind. If it's an awful wall, I'd. Idea, but you might think it's in our wheelhouse. We're up for it. We're up. We just we like to challenge ourselves. Us. We'll come up with a way to get it done. Is what I'm saying. I guess you know that. Like when I built this pub sign, to me that was that was a huge challenge. You know, I took a drawing on a piece of paper that had no dimensions or anything like that and turned it into this. Which, you know, I think is pretty cool. That I mean, you've done, you you've done sports science that. since then, too. You've done, yeah. a, you've done and our friend, GTO. He, GTO, was, GTO was awesome with uh, reaching out to us outside of the pirate wheelhouse. Uh, GTO came to him about this cool Jeep sign he had an idea for. He gave to Destiny... And this really neat walking stick from Jack Skelton that he had him do. I mean, it's complete. It, the idea of what he was doing was in his wheelhouse, but the theme was outside of it. And Carl GTO was a big proponent in believing in what we did and had commissioned him to do those pieces. So uh, just just saying out there that we we are able to do stuff that's outside of the pirate realm the skills are there just because we focus on what we like to focus on doesn't mean we can't do anything else so just keep that in mind that's all we're saying <laughs> so small business we're here support them support small businesses because we just bust our ashes and, and we'd like to drink rum so we, we need like we need more rum. rum no we like to 
Please send rum. It's not no. It's not only send rum. It's send Bones coffee. We're pirates. Yes. We like Bones coffee, and we like Captain Morgan Honeycrew rum. Just if you're asking, if you're wondering. <laughs> In case you want to know. If if you if you're looking at where to send anything, it's PO Box three seven three two two, North Chesterfield, Virginia two three two three four. We accept donations. <laughs> we accept donations. We accept donations. We also accept donations at parley8.com. <laughs> parley8.com and PayPal. <laughs> anyway, seriously. All right, guys. Uh, on we, that note. On that note, uh, thank you for hanging out with us again tonight. We need this. I needed this. So thank you guys for coming in and being lighthearted with the jokes, boobs, everything. Yes, I said it, Marwood. Boobs. Boobs! Boobs! Alright, I'm tunneling Twister right now. Um, we'll see you guys next You're week. Giving him a titty Twister? No. Seriously? <laughs> yes. I mean, that was a good yeah, one. I said it. Boobs! Ring the damn bell! Yeah. Ring it! Marwood's all about boobs and bell! Alright, there it is. Drink up, me hearties. Yo-ho. Oh, oh, yep, that was a good last drop. So, next week, let us know what you want to hear from us. More piracy? Come on. More this? We're asking that. again. Not, Seriously. Let us know. We're here for you guys. We love talking to you guys. So, uh, love you guys. <laughs> uh, best reference, Jay. It is the best reference, Titty Twister. Boobs. I'm going to go always with that Dusty. Dusty going, boobs. And you're going to go, Titty Twister? All right. All right. All right, everybody. Good night. See you next week. Night. And as always, hashtag drink, drink more, more rum. rum. Night. Night.